Matt Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit GutterHelmetIndy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetIndy.com. The only way to bag a classy lady is to give her two tickets to the gun show. It's Monday Gun Day with the gun guy. Just watch out for the guns. They'll get you. Stop calling your arms guns. Hammer and Nigel show. It is Monday Gun Day here on the Hammer and Nigel show. I'm Jason Hammer. Tony Kennett's filling in for Big Nige. And joining us in studio, 2A attorney, firearms instructor, and damn fine American, Guy Relford. Guy, how are you? Man, I'm great. And thanks, as always, to our sponsor for Monday Gun Day. That's Premier Arms in Brownsburg, with the largest selection of new, used, and historic firearms in the Midwest, and PA Jewelers located right in the store. Check them out at 3754 South Green Street in Brownsburg or PremierArms.com. So you came by our show this past Friday. I did. Normally, it's Monday. Monday gun day, but we had to break down the Hunter Biden story. So for those who may have missed your appearance on our show Friday, take us through exactly what Hunter Biden is in trouble for right now, because it's not anything that has to do with Burisma or anything like that. It's the well, gun yeah. charges, right? No, exactly right. And um, and by the way, I have to refute the rumors out there that, that say I came by Friday for um, beer sample gun day. We did, <laughs> we did not do beer sample gun day. Now that's a combination. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Maybe we have to yeah, now. Yeah. But uh, yeah, let me let me go through it. There there are three gun charges. Uh, these are violations of federal uh, law with respect to the purchase of a firearm, and this is uh, what this is in the, in the indictment, meaning it went to a grand jury. And the first two, count one and count two of what he's been accused of, are, are really identical, um, but they fall under a couple of different statutes. The conduct that's alleged to be illegal is simply lying on the form you fill out when you go into a gun store to buy a gun. Um, you have to answer certain questions, including things like, you know, are you a felon? It's not worded that way, but that's the question. Uh, another one is, are you a user of or addicted to any illegal drugs? And I think we all know the answer to that question yeah, with exactly. Hunter Biden. Mm. And, and when Hunter bought a gun uh, in uh, a few years ago, uh, coming up on five years, actually, um, he went in, filled out this form, and in answer to that question, he said no. And since then, uh, you know, his autobiography came out, he's given a whole bunch of interviews, and he's said, I mean, right from his own lips and, and from his own uh, written word in his autobiography, he said several different ways that he this is exactly the time frame when he was addicted to crack cocaine. So he lied on the form. That that When you lie on, 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 uh, on uh, the form or make any verbal uh, misrepresentations to a gun dealer in order to buy a gun, that's 10 years in federal prison. And then, again, there's kind of a, a, a follow-on charge having to do with documentation that you lie on being maintained by that gun dealer is another five years when you lie on, on such a form. And then the last one is, because he was addicted to or, or, or a user of illegal drugs, it makes him a prohibited possessor. So he couldn't even possess a gun. And so when he filled out the form, passed the background check based on lying on the, on the, on the form he filled out, um, and he then took possession of the gun and walked out of the gun store with it. So now he's, a, he's in possession of a firearm as a prohibited possessor. That's another 10 years in prison. Okay, so put your attorney hat on. I'm yeah. sure you have seen this in your career as a lawyer. Oh, yeah, I've defended all these claims. When these, uh, someone who is not the son of the president is involved, what's normally the punishment 
for the things that Hunter Biden is being accused of here. Yeah, one of the things that really uh, determines that to a great degree is what his prior criminal history is. Because under what's called the federal sentencing guidelines, it's basically a point system. Let's say you reach a plea and, and the, 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 there's a pre-sentence investigation and, and, and they fill out this long evaluation. And for instance, if you, if you have no criminal history, that helps you tremendously. And somehow, uh, believe it or not, yeah, I know. Hunter Biden <laughs> technically does not have a criminal history. Exactly. If you uh, take uh, responsibility for your actions and cooperate in the investigation, you get points for that. And bottom line is, somebody with no prior criminal history, uh, if he just comes clean and says, yeah, I did it, uh, I'd expect to see maybe a few months uh, in a low uh, security, a minimum security federal prison, something they call club fed. But if you're the son of the president, then you're going to get a slap on the ass and be on your way, right? Yeah, probably so. Although I do have to tell you what's really interesting to me is that an incredibly low percentage of these cases, that is people lying on the form when they're buying a gun. Right. Uh, I've talked about on my show, less than one percent, one tenth of one percent, let me start that over, less than one tenth of one percent of people who are caught lying on the form ever get prosecuted. And, 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 and so a lot of us have been saying, in response to calls for more gun control laws, oh, we have violent criminals running around with guns, we said, why don't you enforce the laws you have? So, as yeah, someone, finish your plate before you ask for more. Exactly. And so I've been, I've been screaming for years, why don't you enforce these damn laws? So, and a lot of conservatives and a lot of pro-2A people have been saying exactly the same thing. Um, and, 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 and we said it in this context. What, what, what a great example of, of, you know, of someone who's in the public eye, for all the wrong reasons, but in the public eye, prosecute his ass. And so that's what <laughs> a lot of us have called for. And, and, and so um, I do think there's a political aspect to this. But um, I also think it's very deliberate and strategic uh, from the, the Biden family and the defense team, which is these are these are at the end of the day, I think, going to result in, 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 in minimal, if any, jail time for him and more or less a slap on the wrist. And in the meantime, draws our attention away from where they don't want our attention, which is on the corruption investigation and in and, and the whole uh, criminal enterprise, which is Biden, Inc., is this kind of like, and I've said this before, but I want to get your opinion. Is this almost like an Al Capone type of deal here? Oh, yeah. Because Al Capone was not brought in on murder or no. racketeering or being a gangster. It was tax right. issues. Tax evasion, exactly So right. you've got Hunter Biden indicted here on a gun charge. Is this basically just the placeholder while they investigate other things? It could be, or it could be a complete sleight of hand uh, manipulation, which is let's draw all the attention over here and get much less attention uh, on the the investigation of, of Biden Inc. and the corruption that went on, where he's selling influence and access uh, through you know for his father uh, and to his father uh, for millions and millions and millions of dollars. That's something he should spend decades in jail on, uh, not uh, not necessarily this gun charge. Which again, you're talking about three different felonies. Two of them are ten years in prison, uh, but given his lack of a criminal history, typically don't result. In, in much of any jail time. And that's what I want to focus in on because, you know, we hear all of the people on the left and you hear a lot of the establishment GOP. And like when I went to the Republican dinner, I heard in several private conversations, people were talking about how sad it is that Americans no longer have any trust. And oh, if only they, they trusted the government, which they should because it's actually not that bad. No, this is exactly why Americans don't trust the government. Yeah. This is why they don't trust the process. Because if I committed these felonies and it was a public knowledge and I was a high scale individual by like, me or something like that, I would end up getting prosecuted with my luck. And I would end up serving both of those 10 year sentences for both lying on the form and then 
carrying it afterward. Yet we have some privileged individual here who was sent to a private school by daddy. And he's going to walk away with, like you said, a slap on the butt and a kiss on the cheek. And he's going to waltz off and continue money laundering with his modern art masterpieces. Yeah. And keep in mind that that what they may very likely do is try to to reach a plea deal in here, which will have um, a very broad... Uh, a very broad release language and very and a very broad agreement as to if he pleads to one of these charges or or all of them with some minimal sentence with all of them serve uh, uh, continue or at, at the same time um, they could work right into that same plea deal that oh by the way the government's dropping any other investigation against Hunter Biden on any other issue they could absolutely try to negotiate that into this plea agreement and say oh look we convicted Hunter Biden and uh, and just uh, you know behind the scenes not necessarily be revealing the fact that they uh, gave away any other uh, potential criminal culpability. It's Monday, gun day. Guy Relford joining us here on the Hammer and Nigel show. We've been talking a lot about the lunatic governor of New Mexico who kind of wants to pull a hog set in Shreve and change the law only for specific areas. Ah, the New Mexico Führer. Mm. <laughs> in New Mexico, high crime areas, no guns allowed. But everybody else, you can, which was completely unconstitutional. Yeah. A federal court has said as much. Yep. You sent me a story today that Indiana Senator Mike Braun is trying to pass forth some legislation so this crap doesn't happen again. That's right. And this is reintroduction of a bill, actually, that was uh, uh, put together earlier. And I think on the heels of COVID, where we saw governments at all different levels, certainly at the governor level, um, use a so-called public health emergency in order to do a lot of things, you know, by executive fiat, uh, by executive order, uh, as opposed to, you know, sending anything through the legislature where the, the people's elected representatives uh, get get to have a comment. And and, 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 a lot, and a lot of us were looking at that saying, man, this is the next move on gun control. This is where they're going to go. And we've even heard that right here in Marion County. Declaring an emergency. Yeah, you know what? We've got to have a public health emergency with gun violence, so we, inst- we need to institute these new measures, whatever they might be. Well, that's gun control that they can't get through the legislature, so let's just do it through an executive agency. You can explain this, by the way, with any with a kid's cartoon. So if, if you guys have seen Tangled, you guys seen Tangled with like Rapunzel? There's a good illustration here, I promise. Allison is cackling. I, I appreciate that. So there's a moment after Flynn, the dude, picks up Rapunzel's like frying pan and smacks a villain with it. And he's like, whoa, I can use this for all kinds of things. That's what this gun law is. Once they figure out, oh, hey, we can yeah. use this health emergency for all kinds of things. Exactly. And all of a sudden, the entire left-wing block of policies becomes enactable, not with a legislature, but with a public emergency. Because no, exactly. that was COVID, and now they're trying to do it with guns. That's right. Bingo. And it's a way of around getting around the legislature. That's exactly what it is. But really, in response to a lot of what happened in, in with COVID, um, Senator Braun introduced a bill um, that would prevent, at the national level, um, the president, through his executive agencies like HHS, um, Health and Human Services, I should say, uh, declaring some kind of a national uh, public health emergency on guns and doing anything through and doing something through executive uh, action or agency action that otherwise would have to go through the legislature. This would prevent that. It would. It would. You know, it's a short bill. It's an easy read, um, and it, he, he introduced it a, f- a few years ago on the heels of COVID. But he's now reintroduced it right on the heels of what we saw in New Mexico. Going, hey. This could easily happen at the national level, like the governor tried it in New Mexico. Now, the problem with that, though, is that he doesn't have the numbers in the Senate. Yeah. Assuming everybody just plays ball by their party lines and, hell, maybe out of spite, Mitt Romney goes to the other side. Um, 
it's pretty much dead on arrival, right? Yeah, because you still need sixty votes in the Senate. You know, but it's a we, smart political move. Yeah, it, it's it, smart. It, it, it is um, for and, a guy that's running for the governor's yeah. seat in Indiana. I was Curti- just going to say he's you know he's a declared candidate for governor, and a lot of people still have uh, harsh feelings toward Governor Holcomb over right. over COVID. And to come in and say, look, I'm trying to limit the power of an executive. Uh, that's how I'm going to um, conduct myself as governor as well. Uh, I think it's a, a strong move. If I'm Holcomb, I say, all right, I've put this out here at a national level. I want to hear from the other folks running for governor in Indiana. You mean Braun? Braun, yeah. I want to hear from the other folks running for the governor's seat in Indiana. Do you pledge to do the same thing? You will not be a New Mexico-style tyrant. Get them on the record. And this is why it's smart for Braun, because Curtis Hill is currently nipping at his heels. Like, there are polls that are coming out where Hill has made up ridiculous amounts of ground. Curtis Hill is drastically underspending all of the other candidates. And Chambers is spending a lot of money. I don't think we've seen the ad buys from Chambers yet. Who? (laughs) <laughs> no one knows who he is. Yeah. Anyway, moving on to real candidates. I mean, you have Crouch putting out her thing talking about, we're going to get rid of the taxes. Okay, 2011, go back to bed. Uh, I just don't see any, Braun coming out here being completely absent in Indiana politics, basically just running on the fact that his name is Braun and he's a senator, to come out and say, well, I'm going to ban this state from ever using the governor's power, any state from using yes. the governor's authority against the Constitution is a brilliant political move. It is. It's smart. That, that's it, the analysis. It, it is, and I, but I also don't want to um, minimize the fact that it's also incredibly sound policy. Because I agree with you, it's a great political move, Tony. Uh, but it's also good policy, and right. I'd love to see us get somewhere close, if not get that sixty votes in the Senate. Although I don't think it'll ever happen. If somebody wants to hire you, if somebody wants to have a conversation with you, or maybe somebody just wants to follow your tweets, what's the best way they can get a hold of you? You know, through Twitter works great. It's at Guy Relford. Uh, Go to Twitter or X, whatever the hell we're calling it these days, and it's at, it's at Guy Relford. It's still Twitter to me. It's yeah, Deer me Creek. That's right. It's the Hoosier Dome. That's right. And it's Twitter. Always. Special thanks to your sponsors who are uh, Premier Arms in Brownsburg, premierarms.com. Guy, you're the best. Thank you. Thanks, guys. It's the Hammer and Nigel Show.